Hey from California, everybody. I woke up this morning hearing all of this information on the basics, the foundational principles of what I teach. It's very strange to be a songwriter and now doing this because sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm hearing stuff the way that I used to hear chord progressions and stuff. Um, okay. Foundations. Foundational principles. Whether you're married or dating or seeking a partner, the foundational principles of what I'm developing and what I'm teaching and writing a nonfiction book about, they apply to dating and they apply to being married. I'm a big believer that if all of our um, nursing homes were full of toddlers, everything would be fine. You know, like toddlers go to daycare in a nursing home. What an amazing experience that would be for both the children and the elders. It's like we, everything's one big circle. And sadly, our nation and our, our country, our, our global systems have been totally captured by darkness and separation and divide, but that's ending. And I really think that what we might see as a ladder is actually a wheel and that the, the world is really changing. And so I like to counsel and help singles like they're married people. You know, it's like, well, you want to be married? Here's what it's going to be like. And here's what you're going to have to do first. And so I don't really sit, separate singles and spouses other than to attract them to the work somehow. <laughs> in a marketing way, which is pretty much just, please God, send the people that need my help. Um, anyway, so what is it that I teach? Well, I teach some basics. One, the divine, what I call the divine paradigm, which is first God. First, you have to have some connection with what I call God. You may call it something else, but a higher power, a higher force. Then comes the relationship. So when you go to God first, instead of going to your relationship first, you're going to have perspective. Then after this relationship, which is an entity that you either feed or drain, you have two fallible humans in the relationship. Fallible. Like failing sometimes. Not going to be perfect. Not going to live up to your every single standard. And that's accepted. Now, beneath that is the principle that there are masculine tendencies and there are feminine tendencies or energies. And some of the things that your partner will do or not do are just innate to, to who that person is. And in addition to those masculine or feminine tendencies or energies is known traits. Like if your partner just has a deficiency in a certain area and you spend 40 friggin' years focusing on it, like that's going to change it, you're probably going to be miserable. So how about just accept that, you know what, he's 51% of what I like, but that stuff just really bothers me. And hopefully it's more than 51, but you know what, you can live with 51. So those are the basics. Those are the foundational principles. 
you can even think about that in re regard to dating today and it probably have a shift even if it's just some guy you're texting with on a dating app. So here's the other component that I want to talk about. I actually had this conversation with my husband yesterday. I consider it a lazy desire to seek approval from your spouse. It's a lazy desire. Have I done it? Absolutely. I really work on not doing it. And so I want to tell you that I think it's actually really healthy to have desires and passions and efforts that your spouse maybe doesn't even really know about or understand. Like, that's okay. So adding to the foundational principles today, I just want to let you know, like, you can just have that. Like, my husband and I give each other a lot of air and space and room and light. I was podcasting for like six months again. I had a podcast that I worked really hard on. He was a teammate with me. We produced it together. It was a lot of work. I stopped doing it. It was called Something Better, you know, back in, I guess, 2018 or 19, I stopped doing it. And then sometime around 2020, I guess, I started up a, a pod bean that became this. Anyway, <laughs> he just had no idea. We laughed so hard one night because he was like, you're podcasting? <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> and I interviewed Dr. Christian Northrup. And I mean, he had seen that author printed on a book, you know, that was next to my bed for like all of our marriage or, or, you know, somewhere laying around women's bodies, women's wisdom. So he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I interviewed her. <laughs> okay. That was early in 2020. Now that I think of it, uh, or middle of it anyway, that's okay with me because I have desires and passions and stuff that I do. And he just really might not know about it. And same with him. Now, don't get confused. We 100% support each other. We get each other's backs. And we lift each other up and help each other in whatever the other person is doing, even if we might not get it or know a whole lot about it. Because he'll come back here and help me with back-end tech or something like that, like knowing that it's important to me not really knowing what the song is that I'm posting or the podcast or whatever. He just doesn't involve himself. He's busy with his own stuff. I'm busy with mine. It's wonderful. I say all this because I think people are really trapped in wanting someone else to be involved in what they love. And it's not necessary for a harmonious partnership. When I first met him, one of my good friends pointed out, Oh, he has an equal level of passion as you. At the time, I was really passionate about yoga, and he was really passionate about racing cars. And it was very different, but it was similar in a lot of ways. And most important, there, our passions were equal. So I don't have to approve of someone to accept them. I don't have to approve of something to accept it. And that becomes the principle that fuels that room that you give your spouse. And you're seeking the approval of God. You're seeking the approval of yourself. I approve of myself in this effort. And so therefore, I'm, I'm enough and I'm, con 
content and I'm complete. And then this, this, um, you know, the, the spouse noticing becomes like, Oh yeah, it's like extra. It's like, Oh, that's nice. Thanks, honey. Now, when I have been involved in endeavors that have not been aligned with what he sees fit for our life, believe me, I've heard about that very quickly. And he has come to me and asked me to stop doing certain things, like posting a lot of information that's controversial. And, and I did. I did. I stopped. I got it. He, I, I understood his reason for extinguishing it. I understood that it was not ultimately serving me. I'm not a journalist. And so it's not without consequence or limitations or clarity like that. Right? I'm not talking about, yeah, I can do whatever I want. No. And if he were to go participate in, I don't know, a, a, an evening of sorts with a, a, a woman from work or something, excuse me, no. So it's all the rain in the world until it no longer fits with established values. So I hope this makes sense on support and room to grow and what, what that looks like and how it actually is love. It is love without codependence and, and dependence on another person to fulfill you. God fulfills you. Your practice of knowing God fulfills you. And the people in your life, in particular your date or your boyfriend or your spouse, they're just breathing, breathing that feedback of your relationship with God in your direction. It's like, oh, that's nice. Cool. And as a result, you become an irresistible and fun and enjoyable person to be around because you're nourished by your source and not needing from another, right? Nourished by your source. So try today, and I think I might even make this open to everybody. Try today to just practice this divine paradigm, God, as you understand God, that's first, then your relationship. It's an entity. You're either feeding or draining it. And then comes you and your fallible spouse, date, or boyfriend or girlfriend. Underneath all those other things. So if you're going to spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend first, you might want to go to the beach instead. Look at the horizon, count your blessings, get nourished, and then go from there. Over and out for now.